Chapter Forty Five of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Pin money made with the needle. Surely all young girls ought to know how to sew, and not only sew, but all girls, I think, ought to love the purely feminine occupation of sewing. Since I'm sure that many of the little girls who will read this book know how to sew, I'm going to tell you about some little sewing that my wife did. In 1903, the Ladies' Home Journal of Philadelphia offered a prize of $50 for the best way to make pin money at home. You know, girls, that pin money means pocket change or spending money. Many hundreds of women all over the world sent in suggestions to the Ladies' Home Journal, each one hoping, I'm sure, that her suggestion would win the first prize. The following letter sent to my wife will tell you just how her suggestion was received. The Ladies' Home Journal, Philadelphia, February 5th, 1903. Dear Madam, It gives me much pleasure to tell you that among the hundreds of letters received in response to the offer made in our January magazine in connection with the editor's want box, Mr. Bach has chosen your offering as the one entitled to the first prize of $50. He congratulates you upon your success and thanks you for your interest you have shown. Our treasurer will send you a check within a week. Very truly yours, William V. Alexander, Managing Editor, Mrs. Ella Floyd. The check came all right, girls, and my wife thought, as she said to me, that in winning the prize, she had found a new way to make pin money, that is, by telling others how to make pin money at home. Two hundred of the little articles were afterwards published from time to time in the Ladies' Home Journal. The first article of the series appeared in the magazine for January 1904, and my wife's little story, which won first money, was at the head of the list. I'm going to give here the whole of the little article as published in the Ladies' Home Journal. Of course, I'm proud that she won the prize, and I hope other young ladies by and by may be happy winners in such contests. And here's the article. When one's pin money is all gone but 25 cents, the question comes as to the way to replenish it. One day when I found that I had only that amount, I invested it as follows. One yard of lawn, 10 cents. One yard of lace, 10 cents. One spool of cotton, 5 cents. Total, 25 cents. The same day I made three baby caps as daintily as I could with these materials. The next day I sold them for 25 cents each, and then I had 75 cents. Then I bought one yard of lawn, 15 cents, two and a half yards of lace, 25 cents, two yards of ribbon, 25 cents, two tiny buckles, 5 cents, one spool of cotton, 5 cents, total 75 cents. With these materials, I made two baby caps somewhat larger than the first ones and trimmed more prettily. I found no trouble in selling them for $1.50. Straightway, I invested the sum in lawn, lace, ribbon, etc., and as I had done so well with the caps, I thought I would try my hand on little bonnets. I made two. A friend offered me $5 for them before they were finished. I accepted her offer, and from that day to this, I have never been troubled about pin money. In four weeks' time, I made and sold 20 caps and 11 bonnets. The material for the caps cost me $2.50, 12 cents for each. I sold them for $0.25 cents each. 
The material for the bonnets cost me $8.25, or $0.75 cents each. I sold them for $2.50 each. So I netted $21.75 for my work. The time I devoted to this enterprise was that which ordinarily I would have used in calling or in running up bills for my husband to pay. Since the first four weeks of which I have spoken in detail, I have made more expensive caps and bonnets for babies from six months to about three years old. The last one I made was of silk, beautifully trimmed, tucked, and hemstitched. I sold it for $6, making a clear profit of $3. My husband says I'll soon be in position to organize a trust. End of chapter 45